0: Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars. I'm your host, RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, and I have an awesome superstar agent with me today. I have Brooke Elliott of Atlas Real Estate, and Brooke has a really interesting story. She's only been in the business for three years, and despite being so new to the business, she was actually the top agent with Atlas last year. So, just really impressive what she's done so early in her career. And I just want to welcome you to the show, Brooke.
1: Awesome. Thank you, RJ. Thanks for having me. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, awesome. So tell us a little bit more about your journey. What did you do before real estate?
1: Yeah, so... Before real estate, so I'll take it all the way back to college, I went to CU Boulder um, and really had no idea what I wanted to do at that time. Um, once I graduated, was feeling a little bit lost and had a family friend in real estate. So she kind of took me under her wing and I was her assistant for a while. Um, and that's really where I got introduced to the business. Um, but being freshly out of college I got a job offer to be a recruiter so IT staffing and all of that so I thought I'd try something new try out the corporate life and I did that for about a year and was like I need to get back into real estate Um, so from there I got my license and um had some other family members in the business to work with them for a little but then shortly after got introduced to atlas real estate where i've been at for over two years now
0: okay awesome and where did yeah. you start off first
1: so initially so i was with maria Vitali, um at live sotheby's so she's the one who kind of took me okay. under her wing and taught me quite a bit
0: yeah okay and awesome. then, so what was that what how how was that um I, I imagine that was really helpful to have a mentor like that to help to kind of yeah. bring you into the business and show you the ropes.
1: Yeah, definitely it was. I think at that time, I I really didn't understand the grind. I was like a lot of my first-time homebuyers, who are, I'm just like. Mm-hmm what is FHA? Like, what's a conventional loan? Like, I mean, I, I knew really nothing about the process. So just like seeing how hard she worked, I have like, okay, I know this is going to be like a tough job, but like the, all the people she met and relationships she was making and like mm-hmm. going to closings with her, I was like, I got to get into this. So um, I really did not like fully understand and know what I was doing, and I'd say, until I started at Atlas. Um, I joined when they started their flex team, so it was very new. We were just testing things out, and at that time, I was pretty much a brand new agent. I'd probably done like two transactions, um, so it was quite a jump, literally just being thrown into it and getting out there in the field pretty quickly once I joined Atlas.
0: Yeah, nice. Tell me about your first sale. What was that like? What was it like going through that process?
1: Yeah, well, it was crazy because it's when interest rates were in like the twos. And um, I remember getting, yeah, my first phone call, I was so nervous, like just had no idea what to expect. It's weird because with those leads, I mean, you have no idea who is gonna be on the other line. Um, And so, they were actually looking out in Green Valley Ranch, and it was a crazy deal. I got pretty lucky. Um, it was a couple who both owned their own houses, and they were getting married, so they wanted to sell both of those houses and then purchase one together. So it was quite a whirlwind, but they were amazing people, and I got to learn like how to do the buy side, how to do the sale side, and it was quite a challenge. Um, but I mean, for my first like deal at Atlas, it went pretty well. So,
0: awesome. So yeah, what were awesome. what were would you say the top couple of things you learned early on in the business that helped to jumpstart your career?
1: Yeah, I'd say just trying to get in front of as many people as you can. Um, that was one of the biggest things for me. Is every time my phone would ring or someone would want to meet or go on an appointment, I'd make sure to be there. So I'd say like the last two years have been insanely busy. Um, just working like nonstop in my car. Um, flex is like, an interesting way of doing business. Like I said, I was really given many reps at the plate. My phone was ringing all the time. And it was important to just set an appointment with those people. And then once getting in front of them, really digging into like what their go- goals are. Um, are they looking for an investment property? Is this a long-term? dream home type situation and just like really listening um and taking that all in and then making sure to perform on the back end to help find them what they like and guide them through the process
0: so did you have to develop your own structure within your business in order to make sure the process went well or did you have something you could plug into like let's say with with atlas for example
1: yeah so I think a lot of it was kind of just diving in there and figuring it out myself. Um, we have at Atlas an awesome compliance manager who I would call constantly like, hey, I need to get an offer in, and he helped walk me step through step on like my first few offers. Um, but at that point, it was kind of just getting in the groove of things. and. Um, it was just constantly showing houses i'd meet all my clients they it, it was more it, it was interesting cuz i was kind of told maybe meet them for coffee find out their goals but really like i was setting the appointment at the house they wanted to see meeting them there and then right after that being like okay well are you have you been in touch with the lender yet if they weren't connecting them the, with the lender right then and there and then the lender would take over and we would both have constant communication on them, and then really be able to help take them to the next level of the home buying process. So I'd say that was kind of the system, meeting them, getting them connected with the lender right away, and then really digging into their goals.
0: What did you do early on in your career to to gain trust and credibility with the clients when you first met with them?
1: Yeah, that was probably one of my biggest fears of people looking at me and being like, Oh, who's this girl like she doesn't know what she's doing and so I think it was just finding just confidence in myself and really pushing back um of trying to be perfect and being okay with making mistakes and being up forward and honest if I didn't know something I would simply say let me call my manager I'll get back to you on that and It was like everyone understood, like no one expected me to be perfect. And I think wrapping my mind around that is what gave me a lot more confidence. And so being able to just continuously getting in front of people and just building a relationship with them, just getting to know them, who they are, what they do for a living. And a lot of my clients are now longtime friends, which is awesome. So I think that helped a lot. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I mean people do business with who they like right yeah so yeah that goes a long way is just being genuine and getting to know them
1: exactly yeah and just being upfront about who I was I think Um, A really hard part about doing those Zillow leads initially is a lot of people have no idea who you are. They don't understand buyer's agent versus listing agent. They don't understand if you're just someone there just to let them in the house. So really being clear on who you are, um, setting those expectations and saying how I can help um, was something very important to make clear on the initial meeting.
0: Mm -hmm. So has that approach changed as you become more experienced? Do you uh, g- gain that credibility and trust in a different way, or is it basically the same?
1: Yeah. Um, well, what's been really cool about my business now after being three years in is I'm starting to see a lot more referrals and SOI deals. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's just from definitely gaining the trust of my past clients and putting like them first all the time. and. They've been referring me a lot. So it is, and it's different. I feel like I've grown and um, have a little bit more credibility now. And it's easier for people to trust me because now I can say, well, this is what I've done. This is what I've experienced. I have, I have stories to share. So it's changed a little bit. But for the most part, I'd say still just letting them know who I am, what I do, why I do it. Um, and that's all pretty much always stayed the same.
0: Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. What what do you do to stay in touch with your past clients and to make sure they remember you?
1: Yeah, that's a big thing I've been working on, um, kind of transitioning from with Flex. It's such a fast-paced, always-on-the-go type of thing, so it can be easy Mm -hmm. to forget um, to nurture your past clients. So definitely, like, anniversaries, sending them gifts, birthdays, um, whenever I have them in mind, always just try and give them a call, staying up with them through social media. Um, And then of course, like have my email campaigns and stuff through my CRM. Um, But like I said, that's one thing I'm really trying to focus on getting better at, is my nurturing and building out my SOI.
0: Okay, do you Mm -hmm. track it in a certain way? Do you have a database that you use or anything like that?
1: Yeah, um, I use Follow Up Boss. Um, Keep everything. In there, pretty much.
0: Now, is yeah. that Atlas's system, or do you use Follow Up Boss separate from Atlas?
1: That is Atlas's system.
0: Okay. Yep. Okay.
1: So I've yeah I've been using that since I've been with them.
0: Okay. So tell me more about Atlas. I've you you told me a little bit off camera um, about how yeah. it works. But why why was that a good fit for you?
1: Yeah. So. Atlas is a really big um, property management and investment company. Um, They've always had their brokerage side. I mean, it's definitely newer, um, but it stuck out to me because um, Michael Hills and Ryan Boykin are close friends of mine. And I honestly didn't know them as a brokerage. I thought of them always as property management. Um, but talking to them a little bit more, they really wanted to get their brokerage site up and running. And that's when their partnership with Zillow developed. Um, so I joined their team for Flex. But they have the whole other side of just, they've taught me so much with investments and just through house hacking and finding um, a good deal where you can cash flow and really their view on things is like a 20 year picture. You know, like you're not looking Mm -hmm. to buy and do a quick flip type thing. It's more like, okay, let's learn how to create this like generational wealth through a long period of time, like retirement, um, sending your kids to college that type of thing. And so that was something that has always been so interesting to me. And I see the way it plays out in their lives now. Um, Like my boss, he has a house for every one of his kids. And so that's like their college fund. And Mm. it's just a a really unique, creative way um, to create that financial freedom. So really digging into that side of things now. Yeah. Yeah
0: okay so atlas helps put you in touch with people that are looking to buy investment properties
1: yeah yep and that's what i'm starting to transition more to um with flex we definitely would get some interested investment buyers like looking to just like they're like I have this chunk of money I want to put it somewhere what do I do with it um, atlas has like a pretty extensive pro forma and ways of calculating cash flow renovations all of those different type of things so it is it's quite a big learning curve it's very different from just your like residential buy sell type thing and really I mean, you're playing with people's finances and trying to place them in something that's going to be beneficial for them in the long run um so it's it's super exciting and something I'm starting to learn a lot more about
0: nice so is it yeah. has it been become harder these days with rates up to identify good deals for investors?
1: I think it's definitely slowed down from where it was um that's for sure um but there, there's some experts on the team who are definitely placing people on things all the time. Um, we get a ton of different off-market deals and stuff going around. And so, like I said, it's still quite a big learning curve, but I'm starting to dabble in it more and more. And it's just something I've been super interested So I really love that side of Atlas and what they offer. Um, they are in different states like Nevada, Utah, Arizona, um, Missouri a few more and so they're placing people with great deals in different locations as well so they really vet where okay. they're gonna guide people to buy
0: okay so they have agents mm-hmm. in those states or they're representing buyers in those states or both
1: yeah yeah both mm-hmm. okay okay yeah
0: awesome awesome so um Are you finding yourself still busy this time of year with uh, what the market's been doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still it's definitely slowed down from the last couple of years, but it's still busy. Um, People are still calling in, but it's I feel like this year the the transactions have been harder. (laughs) Like, I feel like I've been putting Mm -hmm. out more fires than I ever have before. Um, Back a couple years ago, people were just excited, wanted to get in the house. And now with interest rates being higher, I think, I mean, there's a lot more hesitation. And I think a lot of people don't know about rate buy-downs and things like that. I have just had a couple of friends come to me and are like, I want to buy a house. And they'd never heard of like what a rate buy-down buy is, what seller concessions is. And that's one thing that I forget is like, I was in their shoes one day and I feel like everyone knows about it, but a lot of people don't. So just trying to educate my friends and family on that and say it is still possible to get in the house. Cause all they're hearing is, oh, they're in the sevens and high sixes, we can't do that. But there's a lot of creative ways to do it. And so I think getting the word out to them has definitely helped. Um, And the fact that it hasn't been, As insane with the multiple offers, and we're actually getting like negotiating during inspection time, and there's a lot more Mm -hmm. room for buyers to get in comfortably.
0: Okay, okay. So, give us an idea of how much, how many closings did you have last year? What what does that look like to be the top agent at your brokerage?
1: Um, Last year, I did, I think it was about 37. Um, Wow,
0: and your second year it would have been?
1: Yes, in my second full year. Yeah. Okay. There, the, the, wow. Yes, I'm like when did I get my license? Yeah, that was like my second year. So I started with Atlas. I think it was April of 2020. Uh, that year closed about 24 from April to December, and then the following year did 37. Um, wow. And yeah, it was a grind.
0: That's for sure. <laughs> That is impressive. What what would you say? Is your superpower? what makes you successful
1: honestly i 'd say never um leaving my phone <laughs> like having my phone by my side twenty four seven and always answering it and getting out there in front of people and um, really just loving what I do. I think if i I know if it was something i wasn't passionate about, there'd be no way I could keep going because it can burn you out real quick. You're dealing with people's emotions and sometimes I felt like a full-time therapist cause it's, it's hard mm. and, and it's a huge transaction. And I think just really loving a lot of the people I've met has made it so much fun and um, seeing them in a the house now and hearing from my clients who've been in their house for a year and how they love it. Like that is what keeps me going and which is so much fun. Um, but yeah, I think the past couple of years, I did not have much of a work-life balance. And so now that's something I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out because I know it's super okay. important to take care of yourself. And I was not yep. doing that. <laughs> so.
0: Yep. You yeah. don't want to kill off the golden goose.
1: No. Yeah. It's easy to yep. get burnt out. So now that's I'm kind of it. just reevaluating how I'm doing things and, Time management super important, but also just, like, keeping a healthy mindset. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a hard profession, for sure.
0: Mindset is so key. What, mm-hmm. what do you do to keep yourself in a good mindset, especially with um, a more difficult market right now?
1: Yeah. Um, I think the people I surround myself with for sure, Um, just being in groups, especially with people. I've been meeting other agents from different companies and we're having masterminds and just encouraging each other because everyone else gets it. My friends and family, they don't understand everything I go through on the daily, but like connecting with other agents has been huge. Um, and then podcasts when I'm driving to showings, there'll be days I'm going from Brighton to Aurora. So I'm in the car a lot. Um, so good podcast and just making sure I'm feeding my brain with very positive and healthy material.
0: What are your favorite couple of podcasts?
1: Oh, that's hard. (laughs) Um, I have like
0: like 40, just so you know.
1: Do you? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. I'm like trying to think. I I listen to just so many different. I have like um, just different like popular daily ones that pop up. So I'll always just Mm -hmm. click on those and it's something new. Um, But also a lot of audibles and um, just, yeah spending a lot of time in the car gosh am I trying to think of some of my favorites but I can't name them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Do you so do you listen to when you listen to Audible, do you listen to business books or uh just for fun stuff or a little bit of both?
1: A little bit of both. Yeah. Definitely sometimes I get a little burnt out on all the business stuff, so just listening to something fun and light is nice because mm-hmm. when you're in that non stop grind it's it can be a little overwhelming. But um yeah, definitely both.
0: What What are your what, what What are a couple of business books that you especially like that have that have spoken to you?
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't say this one's so much business, but The Miracle Morning. That I don't know. Have you ever read that book? Mm-hmm. It's um. Yeah. It's It's been something I've been really trying to implement, and I did for a while, and I'll be honest, I am starting to slack off, and I, it's something I want to get back onto, but it's something that really helped change my life for a while, and just, like, that getting up early, taking time for myself, meditation, working mm-hmm. out, like, When you're in the grind and you're not doing those type of things, you get worn out very quickly. And so that's definitely something I'd say that has contributed to my excess success is by implementing those type of things. And like I said, making sure I'm taking care of myself.
0: Yeah. I love Miracle Morning. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is a good one.
0: So what are you doing to, what kinds of things are you doing proactively to, to help work on your work life balance?
1: Yeah. I just kind of started doing this. So it's pretty new. (laughs) Um, But exercise, I joined um, a new gym. And so that's been one thing that's been awesome. And like, I've already made some great friends there and just making sure to put family is a priority as well. I'd be out and it was my birthday and I'm like sitting in the corner writing a contract and like all my friends and family are there for me. And I'm like, okay, I need to start making sure I'm focusing on people who are important in my life. So just like Mm -hmm. making sure I can have like, okay, I'm putting my phone away for an hour. It's okay. I'll get back to my client or just making sure I'm putting people in my life who I love and care about as a priority as well so that's been mm-hmm. something I've been really trying to focus on
0: do, do yeah. you have a team or are you thinking about building a team
1: I would like to um I yeah don't have a team yet um we have like our flex team people on the team will help out if you need showing or you can't make it to a closing or inspection something like that but um, I actually just helped a client of mine. He, he's from Hawaii, and he, ju- he just bought out here in Bennett. And he's getting his real estate license. He really wants to join a team. And so him and I are thinking about maybe partnering up. And I love to teach and mentor. And so that's been something on my radar that I've been thinking about, which is super exciting. Awesome. Um, so who knows where it will go? But yeah, I'd love to have a team one day.
0: What other goals do you have long term? Where do you where do you see yourself in twelve months or even five years?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, in the next twelve months, um, I hopefully have my client be my teammate. That would be awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And just really focus on building a brand for myself. And um, I really want to get into building out my SOI deals and influencing early people or or like first-time home buyers. And Mm -hmm. um, I really am into like volunteering and stuff. And that was something I kind of put Mm -hmm. on the back burner for the past couple of years. So getting into that and just being more involved with my community. So those are some big goals I have to start implementing. I I love that
0: you have goals that aren't necessarily just all business. That's really cool
1: yeah i know i like i said my entire life was real estate for the past two years which was awesome but i'm like man there's still so many things that i love and they can play hand in hand um so definitely getting back into a lot of the organizations that i worked with in the past is something Uh on the radar
0: that's great what organizations are you passionate about
1: yeah one is um the muscular dystrophy association so mda um I've volunteered with them for a very long time. Um, So we always do every year like a firefighter chili cook-off and like fill the boot and tons of different summer camps and stuff for kids with muscular dystrophy. So I used to go to the camps and be at all the fill of the boot events and chili cook-offs and stuff. So getting back into that is something that really excites me
0: awesome awesome yeah well you're just really such an inspiration because to start the business now and still be doing really well despite what the market's doing is, is just really impressive and Thank i really you. appreciate you getting on here because I, I think that there's people listening that are probably you know maybe having a harder time and um it's an easy time to just for a lot of people just to kind of put their head in the sand and yeah. you're out there just going and getting it still and not letting that affect you and i think that's really admirable
1: Yeah, well, thank you. I know. And like I said, support system is huge and having those people around you, especially in the industry who can like lift you up and during these hard times and when you're feeling burnt out and things are slow, it's easy to start slowing down. But definitely, I'd say surround yourself with people who you want to be like and who inspire you. And I mean, it's a game changer.
0: What, what what's one other tip you would give someone that's maybe having a hard time right now? What would you tell them, you know, that you should do this thing to get yourself going again?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of back, like what was hard for me was just the, just the fear of like, not being perfect or the fear of failure for sure and just knowing like that's okay like looking at failure as an opportunity to learn to grow like i was so scared of making a mistake in any transaction or just even going out and talking to someone and having them be like like who are you why are you talking to me like just from the smallest thing like that and just letting that go and i think the more you start putting yourself out there and keeping your mind healthy, those things just start coming. And I see more and more of it.
0: Awesome. Wise mm-hmm. words for sure.
1: Well thank, so you. We'll,
0: well, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was really great to talk yeah. to you and I appreciate you sharing your story.
1: Yeah, you as well, RJ. Thank you so much. I appreciate awesome. it. If
0: you're listening to the show, please consider subscribing. That's how we grow our audience and forward this on to someone else that might benefit and Once again, my name is RJ Baxter, and I appreciate you listening today.